Barstool Mincy of Barstool Sports here. I'm good friends with the Saints Happy Hour podcast, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I'm really just friends with Andrew Hughes, so I support him because I feel sorry for him. Good dude, but way too bougie to take seriously when it comes to football. Sean Payton would have done illegal things. Don't tell me I'm wrong because you know it's true. Ralph? If he was an NFL GM, a team would never win a freaking game. Trade this, sign this guy. Awful ideas and armchair quarterbacking, full-blown panic every show. Marcus Colson, Colston, I mean uh, Marcus Callaway. With Dave, here's the key. When he talks, just mute or fast forward five minutes. Hopefully he's done talking by then and headed back to the bathroom where he seems to eternally live. Put that freaking clown meme back up that I made. Jesus Christ. Then Kevin, man, why the hell is he still on the show? He doesn't even watch the damn games. And somehow they keep inviting him. Budrich wants to know how uh, the doctor's doing. That, that ended. Podcasting poverty, man. Who that? All right, everybody. It is draft day. Thursday, we've been counting down the days, and we're finally here. It's draft day on Thursday. So <laughs> I got Kevin with me. I got Dave. We're on the YouTubes. Click that like button. Click, click that subscribe button. Click that share button uh, to spread Saints Happy Hour all throughout the YouTube world and on Facebook, whatever social media you use. Go to saintshappyhour.com and subscribe. Become a Saints patron. We are the best Saints podcast in the world. We win awards. Support us. It's the best money you'll spend all year to make your Saints fan experience awesome and support the great community we have. All right, Kevin. It's a big day for you because you are our draft day expert. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do how many? Like you've done hundreds of mock drafts. I don't Pressure even know. is on. Probably, Pressure is on. You're doing probably probably doing a, a thousand mock this drafts. Is, by Dave, the way, I just I, I just want to take a moment. I want to give a little like applause. I want to I want to give Kevin his his due because right. because I feel like literally it was it was two years ago. It wasn't this year, but I think it was last year. That's right. Somehow Kevin. Just like started doing mock drafts on mock PFF, drafts. and he like for some reason he like just got addicted to it, and he through that just inherently became an expert at all things right. draft picks draft. because he had done so many mocks. He saw all the names, he saw where they were going, tons of times. He's like he was like um, you know a beautiful mind, Russell Crowe, and a beautiful right. mind. Like it's now, true. when you talk to Kevin. He, he he's staring off into John space. Nash. He's not looking. He's yeah. He's not looking it's into right. your eyes. He's staring off into the distance because he's seeing in air behind That's you. Right. He's seeing all of the different draft picks and where they could potentially go and who's not going to take them and who might trade up. But anyway, but I just like seriously. And now he's like he has become during draft time on our podcast. He has become the our guy. Own, he's our the own guy. little beautiful milk. Our own little bald he's beautiful milk kuiper. He's it's, our own little bald milk kuiper. He's it's amazing. And here's the thing: like I text he's Kevin. The he's the anti milk kuiper. He's the anti. And 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 he's the bizarro like, kuiper. And people who are patrons probably realize that like the draft stuff. Like Kevin took that over. Like. I'm doing risers and mock draft things. I'm like, but I want to, but I, but no, no, stop talking. Just stop talking. But I want to give Kevin his due. This isn't about you, Ralph. This isn't about you. All right. All right. WWL, you can go on WWL tomorrow morning whenever they need you. That's fine. But tonight, this is about Kevin. And Kevin's done a, has been incredible and has become very valuable to our podcast for his knowledge, but has done a great job. And he's, 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 I, I trust Kevin's opinion. 
from here on out. That's right. I, I appreciate I, I would be that. Like, that really it really means a lot. It, it really it does. does. Like, I'm, I'm very touched. Kevin, Kevin just having incredible draft pick takes and being be, – you could throw out a name and it would be like, oh, that guy, he's rising or he's yeah. falling. It's, it's amazing. And Kevin – it's draft day, right? Even though Kevin like broke the four, Dave burst the bubble, and people oh, yeah. think we're recording. By, yeah, by the, the way, bubble, it's by, draft the way day. <laughs> by the way, also if you're listening to this, I'm playing golf right now in Mississippi. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Listen, man, you're we got this, lives. We got if you watch it on Twitch. Early. If you watch the show on Twitch, and then you see this on YouTube, you'll you're going to look at us and be like, "Wait a minute." They're wearing, They're wearing the same, the same thing from two days ago. <laughs> They're wearing the same things. Ralph's eyes are glazed over from all the liquor. So, Wait, are we, are we recording video here? We, yes, we are. Oh, so here's the yeah, thing. All those compliments you gave me are now eternally recorded. You can't take it back. Yeah. But here's the thing, Kevin, that I wanted to talk to you and Dave about is that I was listening to a podcast from Robert Mays of The Athletic and Bill Barnwell. And they were like going him. over. I like him. They were talking about how teams, when you screw up a draft and you screw up a draft at a position multiple times over multiple years, you end up in a, you end up in a, de- like a I forgot what they call it, like a death spiral of like, we drafted this position. We spent two high draft picks on it, and it didn't work. Now we got to go sign a free agent, and that free agent didn't work, and it's just a death spot. They used Atlanta as an example. Like after John Abraham retired in like 2012, they drafted Tack McKinley. They drafted Vic Beasley. They they signed Dante Fowler. Like it's just a spiral of sadness. And I got to thinking that like, oh my god. We're kind of there with the Saints at defensive end, where like if they draft the defensive end tonight at 29 or move up or move down or whatever, it'll be the fourth for first round pick that they've spent on a defensive end since 2018. Look, they got Marcus two firsts, obviously. You got um Peyton Turner. Peyton Turner. And you got the guy they'll pick tonight. That'll be four first round picks on the defensive line. Like Kevin, they're at a moment where they have to get this right. And the reason why I wanted to have you on is I wanted to task you with the situation was, look, if you agree with me and you say the Saints better get this right or defensive end, they're going to be screwed in 2024 because you got a bunch of draft busts and you got Cam Jordan, who's 100 years old. He can't keep going on forever. How would you, if you were the Saints and you're like, we got to get a defensive end, we've got to get a young guy in the building right now. If you were the Saints, how would you go about attacking that problem and feeling that, you, that you've solved it for 2023 and going forward? Would you do it by doing multiple picks? Would you, would you trade up? Would you, would you target a guy, just pick a guy at 29 that you really like? What would be your philosophy of, how to make sure that happens. Look, my philosophy is always, as the light on my computer uh, starts to tilt, my philosophy (laughs) has always been to trade down. I know we're sitting at 29, and it is unlikely. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? 
morning. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. That, it well, there's very little chance that Lucas Van Ness is going to fall that far. It is poor odds that Miles Murphy will fall fall. down that far. Uh, Brian Brian Brissy and Mazzy Smith, those are defensive interior, so I don't know if that factors into this equation or not. I mean, that could factor in if you you, you, you grade it. Those two might be... Mazzy Smith is is very likely to be there at 29. Uh, Brian Brissy is... There's an okay chance that he might be there at 29. But the edge, edge defenders... You got to wait to 40 to get to to make another uh, reach at that. But like I said, I am a trade down guy. If you can get more picks in the top 100 that that you seem that you love to clamor for in the top 100, the top 100, I would say if it's fourth rounders in the in the top four rounds. So that puts you at pick 128, 128 or so. Little, little more because you got the comp picks in the third round, so probably like one forty, let's say. I mean, oh yeah, if only, if only one of us had a, had a, uh, had a device that, <laughs> that could that could tell you where everything is going to be. So pick well, four ends, pick four ends at pick one thirty five. Okay. okay, if you can get extra picks going through there through round four. That means you've got more bullets in the gun to fire at those at positions of need, like your defensive line, like corner. You want to grab you want to grab that tight end that 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 you so you can throw fish guy out. You want to get that <laughs> wide receiver so you're not taking chances right. late. If you got more, if you guy. get more bullets in the gun, you can fire more shots. Dave, I'm glad you joined us for this. No, no, no Dave is gone. Oh, Dave is gone. Yeah, Dave okay. had to bail. Dave had to bail. Dave he had to go. Nice playing golf, in. man. I, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he was due up. He was due up to swing. He's not tucking the he kids in. He's not <laughs> yeah. So so Kevin, like the, to me, they this is a this is a thing where even Andrew Juge, who tends to be positive and he's got his sources and he you know that sort of thing, even he's like the defensive line for the Saints is kind of crummy and they need reinforcements. Like I feel like this is a this is a real sort of watershed moment. Like if they if they botch another defensive lineman high pick, like they're going to be, I think it's going to be a real struggle in 2023 to get to nine, 10 wins in the South, even though the South is bad. Like they need a guy. I'm not saying they need a, like an instant 10 sack guy, but they need a guy that like by the middle of the year that we're like, whether they pick, whether they pick uh, Murphy or they pick the guy from Northwestern, the name that I can't even come close to pronouncing. Adebayole. Like they better, they, they have to have a guy where we like by like say Halloween are like, that's a good pick, man. He, he might only have three and a half sacks, but you see it. You're like, he's coming on. He's contributing. He's playing. They cannot have a Stanley Jean-Baptiste situation where they pick nope. a defensive end and we're like, oh, great. Another coach's decision where he's inactive and he's a healthy scratch. Like they cannot have that situation. So I'm not going to ask you to trade up because I know that's against your religion, your constitution, all of that. But if I said to you, give me two names of guys in the 29 to 40 range that you really believe in that can help the Saints immediately and will edge be defender. in the rotation. Edge or I'll even let you stretch, even interior, because even though they signed Shepard and they signed, they signed Sanders, I still like those guys are just, they might be like, uh, Shy Tuttle plus, you know, those are body. Like, if they get an interior guy, they need him to succeed too. So, give me two names of guys on the defensive line. It can be interior, exterior, interior edge, whatever you want that you are really confident and you would be really excited about on tonight when we're doing our post draft Saints podcast. You're like, those are guys, those are gonna, those are gonna hit. I'm really confident that they're gonna succeed. All right. So, between 29 and 40, I mean, so yeah. let's see. Uh, I'll even take out I'll even take out Mazzy Smith and and, and Brian Brissy because I, I've I've said so much about them. Yeah, I would go. I would say Keanu Benton from Wisconsin. Oh, he's just, yeah, he's an interior. He's six foot four, weighs three oh nine. Yeah, uh, I haven't. I, I I don't know the Raz right now off uh, off the top of my head. Keon yeah. White from Georgia Tech, nine point nine two. Yeah, that's it. Because you know, Juge uh, went with him in his uh, in his mock. His mock, and yeah, like I I, I would go with that. And the mm-hmm. uh, Tuli Tuapaloto, uh, from USC. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I just look at this. I just look at this draft, and I really, really hope that these that that one of the edge guys that the saints like kevin falls 
One, because I would love, like, if the Saints could just pick at 29 and not burn any assets to move up. Like, I think they need it because I think they need bodies. Uh, and it, me and you can celebrate it like a win. Uh, trading down, obviously, would be ideal. But I just look at this roster and they can't, aff- like, they can't afford to be burning assets and moving up. And I know it's their MO and I know it's how they operate, but they're the oldest roster in the NFL. They've had the more, the most weighted snap by the oldest players in the NFL by percentage. Like they need an injection of youth and 29, 40, 71, like the days of the saints have having that roster of 2018 to 2020 where they can target one to two guys. And even though the Adam Troutman trade didn't work out and they did the mini yet and he's not that good. Like I understood it because they're like, look, listen, we don't have four, five, six, seven spots on our roster for this draft. So let's just get two or three really good players. Like I understood it then. Now <coughs> that is not the case with the Saints anymore. Like they desperately need youth. And I know this podcast is about the defensive line. Like I would say this, if they don't and feel free to just shoot me down and, and say I'm a lunatic. Okay. But but if they don't if they don't get an impact defensive line, at least a rotation guy at 29 or 40. There's 2023 seasons in peril. I really believe it. Like you want me to disagree? Like I I want you to, I want you to disagree. Well, not necessarily disagree. I want you to give me a name of a guy that you're like, that you, that that if they pick, because, because my, I, I think the more I think about this, as we discuss this, I think the saints know what we're talking about. They need to fix the defensive line. My worry is that the Saints are going to overdraft somebody. What would be a guy at 29 and even 40, or God forbid, they trade up? Who's a guy that they would move that you think potentially could be overdrafted and he would fit into that mold for the Saints? Like, we, like is it a guy where they're like, oh, oh they traded up, but they didn't take Murphy. They didn't take this. They took Fosky, and he's rated 71. Like, who's a guy that you're like, you worry that the Saints may overdraft. Overdraft. Uh, I would probably say the overdraft. I would say the Baylor guy, uh, Sayaki Ika, and I'm Ooh. hopefully I'm getting yeah. getting that name somewhat correct. Yeah. Um, he was rated a little bit higher than he is now, so he's dropped. Mm-hmm. He's dropped a little bit. My concern would be they trade up to get an edge defender and then and then they're looking at 40 and he's there. No. <laughs> and they take him. Instead of yeah. you know my the the I guess my concern is is they look at the position and say, all right, we need to get something right now 
for this position because this is something of need. Because whether because, it's at twenty nine forty or seventy one, they say okay, we, we need yeah. we need somebody edge defender. We need interior. We need a corner. And because we're at this pick, we have to get this kind of person instead yeah. of just instead just of say guy. taking maybe the best player on the board or saying okay, what is maybe not the most pressing need, but is still something we can use. Let uh, you know what do we have there or. And I, I, I go back to this again. Can we trade back and then stockpile so we get value? So if we're going to take a shot, so if we're going to, you know, quote unquote, reach, we can then take another shot or we won't feel as bad because, hey, we've got more chances at, at picking guys and we can settle, you know, settle it all out in training camp. I, I know yeah. everybody likes to give me shit when I'm <laughs> when I'm picking like 10 or 11 guys in a draft. Do I do I think all ten or eleven are going to make the team? No. But the Saints are if at that I point. Get, if where... I get five, if I get five of eleven people that are good enough to make the team, then then great. I've got I, I've I've filled that. Whereas if you got yeah. if you have a standard draft and you pick seven players, you are hoping and praying that you get two good players. That's right. Out of well, seven. Well, I think the Saints were at a position, and as I mentioned earlier, where like if you drafted eleven guys, you you had four spots on your roster, and and you got to hope that this draft of ten, eleven guys clears the waivers, and then you you put them on the practice squad, maybe, and they develop. But now the Saints are at the, the they're at the spot where like they need to do a full draft. They need to have a draft of six, seven, eight guys. Right? Who is a guy? You know, because people are listening to this Thursday. They're listening to this Thursday morning. They're listening to the drive into work. Maybe they're, they're drive home from work. Uh, they're getting ready for the draft tonight. Who are guys that you don't really like? And as they come off the board in the first round, because that's what's tonight. As they come off the board, you're like, yes, yes. All right. Yes. So let me who, take a look here and go back. Who? Who's guys that you, because that's the, that's the fun of it. You know, when, when, when you, when you, when you look at a draft, you, you, you sort of root for the guys that you want to fall. Like me, I love B. John Robinson. I just want him to fall, fall, fall. He's not going to get to 29, but I'm hope I'm dreaming. Right. But who are guys that you're like, pick that guy. Yeah. Atlanta, you pick that guy. Yeah. That corner one. Yeah. Like who are the guys we need to, in your opinion, we need to root for to come off the board before the saints pick. Um, I want all the quarterbacks gone. I want all of them gone. <laughs> I want all of them gone. I want the tackles gone. I yeah. want the I want the top wide receivers gone. Uh I even want the top yeah. corners gone. If we and 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 look, and that includes that includes Deontay Banks from Maryland, who I've actually kind of taken a shine to when it yeah. comes to trading up. There have been Hooker times where I've quarterback, you want the team trading him. into the first round to take him. Yeah. Say say again. Hooker, the quarterback for Tennessee, you would want a team maybe trading. If back somebody into the is first dead, exactly. Hey, make those like Hendon Hooker shouldn't be in the first. It, I have seen nothing to lead me to think Hendon Hooker is a first round pick in terms of again. All I'm looking at are numbers and the draft mocks and 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 vibes. I but don't please. watch. I do not watch film. <laughs> I'm right. not the film guy. Juge is the film guy. 
But of all the uh, the mocks and the uh, simulations that I see, Hendon Hooker is not going in the first round. Hendon Hooker is a late second round guy. So if somebody wants to reach and grab him in the first, great. Beautiful. Push down more tight ends. Push down more defensive ends or or the defensive mm-hmm. interior people. Two twenty nine. So the Saints do not get you know yeah. a hair up their ass and decide to try and trade to you know. 18 through 22 to try and get the person that they really want and, right. and blow more assets. Yeah. So, I, I, and, and look, that, that's probably a chalk. That's probably a chalk answer. It's like, Oh, get rid of all the yeah. quarterbacks. because The saints don't need a quarterback. Well, yeah, I want, I, I mean, how many quarterback prospects are there? I, 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 I just five. want to pull this up. Young yeah. Shroud, no. Levis, Levis Richardson. And look, maybe and somebody, Hoker. Maybe somebody goes nuts and and wants to reach for Hooker. Maybe somebody liked maybe somebody liked Tanner McKee so much <laughs> that they reach for him in the second round. That's right. Before, before pick 40. 40. I right. would love it Beautiful. if somebody reached for Hendon Hooker or Tanner McKee before pick 40. That's right. I would that, love it. That, and 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 the quarterback draft is really interesting this year before we get out of here is because last year you said it the experts said it everybody said it they were like the quarterbacks this year suck and we're not taking them and you know it kind of went that way and they kind of talked they're like oh maybe Malik Willis in the top of blah 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 but in the end Kenny Pickett in his tiny hands was the only guy right and he went in the first round but then Malik Willis went later and none of them got picked this year, right. this year's sort of been different, Kevin, in a sense of like at the beginning of the process, it was like, oh, we might have pick quarterbacks go one, two, three, four, and Hendrick yeah. is going to go first round, and it's all going to be it's going to be amazing. It's going to be like eighty three draft. But now, as we get closer to the draft, and it's draft day, now it's like these teams are like, eh, we don't like Mike Stroud. He scored eighteen on that new test that they had. We don't I, really I, like. We don't like Levis. Again, so like vibes, I got vibes are, are getting the vibes lower. are bad. The, the vibes, vibes are, are bad, bad at quarterback. It's like, it's like Will Levis. Will Levis has has like the size and the tools, so to speak, or whatever. But is is he in a vacuum a better quarterback than the than Stroud or Young? No, but no. Stroud and Young are undersized. Uh, Richardson is. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash match. Just go to indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life 
a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Is allegedly the most athletic of all of them, but apparently is not that accurate. But so you would yeah. have to you would have to get him as a project. And then you got to worry about maybe being rushed into putting him on the field sooner than he's needed. And then you also have to worry about, oh, do these guys aren't these guys going to go to shitty teams? That's right. And then, and then and then the shitty team is going to then wreck them. Your best your 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 real hope is that Somebody gets it, you know, if you're a team that wants to bring in a quarterback as competition or or maybe can sit for a year or two, that's what you'd want to hope instead of drafting yeah. a quarterback and putting all your hopes and dreams on that guy and all that other kind of stuff. Um, uh, my nightmare scenario is we get to pick 10-11 and I'm texting you and we're like, oh my God. Stroud, Richardson, and Hooker are all still available, and we're out of the top ten. Like that would be that would be a nightmare scenario for the Saints, and right because I, that means I they've taken they've taken the defense. They've likely taken a couple of defensive players because there's some tackles that are going to go in the first round. There's right. some corners that are going to go in the first yeah. round, and there's some wide receivers. The the I guess my fear is the fear is that the tackles will drop the corners the will all right. drop because the the, the defensive right. linemen are all going that's right, early. right that's right but but to end this note to end it on a positive note yes it would make the saints fixing the defensive line which we was the main thrust of this podcast more difficult but i'm telling you kevin if the quarterbacks get pushed down if the offensive lineman gets pushed down, I just think our trade down dreams become more and more likely. Are they as likely as other teams? Because the Saints never do it. But I'm telling you, if there's no defensive lineman there and the Saints can't get up to get one, they may be sitting there at pick 29 and are like, hey, we don't have anybody we really love. At 29, we got four or five guys in our cloud. And hey, team in the early second round, you want to get one of these tackles? You want to come up and get Hendon Hooker? You know, the Texans, hey, you you drafted Will Anderson at two and you drafted a receiver at 12 and you want to get Hendon Hooker? You want to move, move down? You want to move up three spots to get Hendon Hooker, four spots to get that fifth-year option and give up, give us an extra fourth? Cool. Like, I think... That is the if you are jonesing for the Saints to trade down and get more picks, root for the offensive linemen to fall, root for the quarterbacks to fall, root for all the defensive players to go. 
Um, final question, then we get out of here. Yeah. When the Saints pick at 29, over, under, quarterback still available, one and a half. Out of the five? Out of the five. When the Saints pick at 29, quarterback still available, over, under, one and a half. Well, that would under. mean Anthony under. Richardson and Hooker. Okay, under. under. Ooh, okay. Hooker. Hooker. Hooker will be the one. Hooker will Hooker be the will one. Be the Somebody one. will take Richardson before, before yeah. Uh, Hooker. Yeah. So, guys, enjoy your draft day. Listen to this podcast. After you finish this podcast, go to saintshappyhour.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Become a patron so you can get our breaking news podcast that we will analyze the Saints pick or trade down, whatever they do at 29. We will analyze it. We will have it hot and fresh for you off the presses at 10, 11 at night tonight or in the morning for your commute on Friday. And we will have special podcasts with me and Andrew and Kevin previewing day two of the draft. Become a Saints patron. It'll be the best money you spend all year to make your Saints fandom awesome. Awesome. Thanks for Kevin for hanging out with us, doing amazing draft coverage all draft season. Thanks for Thomas and Poland running the show back, the best producer in the world. Guys, thanks for joining us. And until later tonight, when the Saints make their first round pick, the bar is closed. <laughs>